Hi guys, thanks for joining me for the article called Just Say No, Negative Self-Talk. Have you ever thought, I'm not good enough? I don't even deserve it. I'll never be able to finish that, so why bother? Or, I always end up feeling like this. Do any of these sound familiar to you? Don't worry, we all do it at some point in our life. But studies have shown that negative people and thinking normally leads to being more depressed and unsatisfied with life. On the other hand, when you experience and turn your attention to positive thinking, a funny thing happens. We actually flood our brains with the feel-good chemical endorphins. This helps you be more alert, relaxed, and grounded within yourself. And we talked about grounding in a previous podcast. You can go to the link on this article to hear it. Even physical pain can be greatly reduced by just looking on the bright side of things, as well as an increased ability to feel pleasure, be more confident, and motivated toward whatever goals you presently have. For many, simply thinking positive is a lot easier said than done, and we're looking at you, chronic realist. Sometimes negative self-talk and thinking is just a byproduct of our experiences and even who we surround ourselves with. It can even just be a habit of what we say to ourselves, which is why it's important to regularly catch yourself in the act of negative and inaccurate self-talk and thinking. But we have amazing news. You are in total control of all of your thoughts. All of them originate from you and from your energy. In short, all hope isn't lost. You can still learn to consciously choose to toss the naysaying and start yay saying. This will be a surefire way to create a more fulfilling and productive and happier life. So let's just discuss three common negative self-talk pitfalls that many of us have fallen into at some point, even on a daily basis. Number one, fortune telling. This is easily identified as a mental habit of predicting what will happen with no or little actual evidence. An example of this is if you were to meet a stranger on the train and trade phone numbers with them and then tell yourself later, they're probably not even going to call me. Or after you've given a presentation at work, thinking everyone hated it and I'm not getting promoted. A fix to this is to think, I hope they call me, or I may have missed the promotion this time, but I'll try again if I get the chance. When we think of the worst case scenario, it's easy for our mind to follow us there. It's an unfortunate side effects of not flexing your imagination and can lead to loads of anxiety and hyperarousal. Number two is black and white thinking. This is the thinking that makes us evaluate things only in the scope of extremes, such as if you just had a date that seemed kind of lukewarm, you might think, geez, I really screwed that up. Or if you received a less than perfect grade on an exam or test, You might say, oh, I'm such an idiot. A quick fix to this would be to think, maybe this person thought my bad joke actually was funny, or I did my very best on this test and I'm proud of myself. When we do this most often, we think of our own personal qualities or character traits. When viewing things this way, it is bound to set us up for tremendous disappointment. If expectations are exaggerated over and over, we can never live up to them and then we feel like we failed ourselves. 
Number three is overgeneralization, and I find myself doing this as well. When we tell ourselves that something bad is inevitable and will continue to happen in the future, this is an overgeneralization. For example, if you miss the train, you might think, of course, I always miss the train. Or if you didn't get picked for a position at work, you might think, I'm never getting a raise and I should just quit and look for something else. Instead, try to think, I missed the train, but this just gives me more time for the next one. Or I'll try harder for this next job and I'll ask for feedback if I feel like I'm not doing well. This is another self-destructive way of thinking and it involves predicting, which is fortune telling, thinking like we just spoke about. This is trying to predict what may or may not happen, all based on very narrow pieces of evidence from the past. So either we or someone we know probably exhibits some common forms of negative self-talk, and there are a few more that we haven't even touched on. Changing your usual way of thinking and the way you talk to yourself can be a huge undertaking. This is even more of a challenge when this is a long-standing way of thinking within ourselves. It actually becomes a part of us. That's why in the next article on this topic, we will cover a few more ways we take the role of our own worst critic and offer some more practical advice on how to turn your negative self-talk into mental positive boosting. In the meantime, try and take inventory of self-talk. Pay attention to what type of conversations you have with yourself. Are these conversations positive and affirming or are they not? Practice catching yourself when they are negative and try some of our quick fixes lifted above. Thanks for listening. Hi guys, this is Natalie from MySerenity.com. Let me tell you about a new feature we have. On our website, we've added a contribution tab and we are looking for you. We're looking for writers. We're looking for people who want to be featured on MySerenity.com. We're looking for models. We're always looking for donations because we're such a small team. And we're looking for any businesses that might want to work with us for ad potential. You can catch us on social media at Instagram. We're at my.serenity at YouTube. We're over there. Just search for my serenity. We're on Twitter at mserenity. And we're also on Facebook as my serenity. We really look forward to connecting with you.